Um, you know how I said it's not a Nuna, but it'll do na. Yeah. And then you said, joke wise, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Stroke wise, that was slice. That was golf sli- or otherwise. Nice, dude. Stroke wise, that was sliced. That's good. I like that. Par four, <laughs> more like I did it in ten. <laughs> par four. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Kyle Lowry's favorite football podcast. Oh? That's right. Uh, oh? NBA Free Agency is starting today. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Kyle Lowry, greatest Raptor of all time. Probably not going to be on the Raptors anymore this upcoming season. It's looking like he's going to be a member of the Miami Heat. So, you know, I'm not going to get too into football yes we are going to get very into football actually not going to get too into basketball but i just wanted to give a quick shout out to kyle lowry my favorite raptor of all time the greatest raptor to ever play um thank you for everything um as i get a little emotional uh but no we're back i'm joined obviously Mm. by my illustrious producer joe teeson how's it going joe uh, it's going good. I got back from my vacay. Yeah. You had your vacay. I had my vacay. Yeah, I had a couple of vacays. Yeah. A couple of, t- couple of week breaks. Mm-hmm. From and it pod. was nice. It was nice. It made me realize how much I hate doing it. <laughs> um, Matter of fact, if it wasn't for the money, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. No, just all jokes. Yeah. I, uh, Yeah, but no, we got back from my vacation. It was good. It was a good week off. Loved it. Yeah. Going back to work tomorrow. Sad about that. Yeah, that's part's not fun. But um, super good. Kyle Lowry, anyways, I was actually going to ask. Okay. I thought he said he was staying, or did he say he would at least play his final season in Toronto? Or who was that? Um, like, Wasn't there a Raptor who said he, like, it doesn't matter? Oh, what no. He's so here. basically, I, th- I think I know along, what the, uh, along the lines of what you're saying. He said he's going to retire a Raptor no matter what. Okay. So whether he signs with the Heat, which it's looking increasingly by the time this podcast is out, he's signed already. Like it's okay. it's gonna be over. So this is all he'll uh, he's most likely with the Heat right now. That would be my big biggest guess. Even if he signs with the Heat and he plays another, let's say four seasons. He's thirty six now, so he's old. Plays another four seasons. I mean, even that's ambitious like, to play to forty. He plays a very physical style, but. Even if he signs with the Heat and then plays for another team, he will, when he retires, sign a one-day contract and have his retirement with the Raptors. Like that's kind of what he was saying. Okay. And so that, not necessarily even playing with them. No, he will. Pro- I I would I would guess like I would be willing to put a decent amount of money on the fact that if he doesn't re-sign now, and I don't think he will, he will never play for the Raptors again. He'll just sign that one-day deal, and then he'll just he'll retire a Raptor. Which is really important for Raptors fans because the Raptors are the only Canadian team in the, team in the NBA. Yeah, uh, they don't have can they can never bring in players because nobody wants to play in Canada. Players always leave. Vince Carter left. Chris Bosh left. Tracy McGrady left. Kawhi Leonard left. Uh, players never want to stay. So to have a player that like embrace the city, even though Kyle Lowry when he first got to Toronto didn't want to be there whatsoever. He said he was only he's when he first got there. He said I'm only going to be here for a few years and then I'm leaving, and then he kind of fell in love with the city. And now to have him say that he wants to retire Raptor is special because mm-hmm. Raptors fans are incredibly insecure, and I'm put right there in with them. <laughs> Very insecure about that. Uh huh. But yeah, that's Kyle Lowry. I love you, uh, Kalo. Uh, thank you for everything. Um, but yeah, no, back on back on vacation, Joe. You did you do anything? Was there anything like worthwhile? Anything, notable? Yeah, anything notable? Um, as far as we went, like we went sightseeing. We saw some sights. We just went there to relax, basically, because the baby. It really saved our marriage that trip. <laughs> um, but uh, this was like. Uh, you guys were basically running on empty, and you went to the yeah. gas station. And you you filled like a you got at least a quarter tank. We got yeah. another quarter tank left, I think, <laughs> at least. So, so maybe you're gonna have to throw in another vacation. One, yeah, of these. we were thinking backcountry camping. Backcountry camping, yeah, and that'll probably be another quarter. So you're at least at least a half a tank at, at that yeah. point. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if the quarter we have now doesn't run out by then, yeah. Yeah, and then the baby comes, and that's either gonna fill you right up, or or you'll. You'll get the you'll get the gas siphoned right yeah. out. 
So or we'll be robbed. <laughs> no, looking forward to the baby coming in three months. Three months. Incredible. Yeah. Which is the next time we're gonna take time off probably when yeah, I have a baby. Most likely. Um and which it, is won't selfish, even, and it might not even be that much yeah. time. Obviously, probably like a week. Obviously selfish of you. You only took a week and you um, had a baby though. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. You did take I time. I only took a week. And, but you, you decided to have your baby like in the middle of football season, which is, like I said, fairly selfish with the way that that yeah, was kind right. of. Well, how about out. this? I'll teach you how to edit before and you can record your own thing and, and just throw it together. And then you'll never, you'll never be on the podcast again. And then you don't even need me anymore. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We don't like to plan things ahead, as you've seen with our vacation schedule yeah. the last few weeks. But uh, thank you guys for sticking around, even through all the breaks. If you guys haven't checked out the the podcast that we released two weeks ago, still very relevant. We had Jeremy Klump back on the pod. I loved it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was even better than the first time he was on. Uh, Jeremy brought the you know brought it with some really good information, some good talk, some good banter. Joe served us tea at the beginning of the episode. Was it, was it good? It was a good the tea. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. Thanks, man. Phenomenal. Uh, and before we get, like forget about your vacation, you also oh, did. You, man. you got me a gift. I did. You brought brought me back a gift. Yeah, I did. And I'm currently wearing it right now. Yeah. What, do you want to? What you, you, elaborate? You, so I don't know. Have we ever talked about this on the pod? I don't think we have. That's really? Yeah. I think we did. Maybe a little. Okay. Joe has this like um, infatuation with. Um, bordering um, obsession bordering obsession with uh yeah with sasquatch with the bigfoot yeah. yeah and um i love i love the idea of the bigfoot and he believes fully in bigfoot that it, bigfoot is real and okay. all this stuff yeah sure and so um yeah and he he's tried to convince me of it a few times but i haven't I really haven't like, yeah and i can't, haven't really like fa- like i haven't given in to this a lot of the things you say make sense okay thanks anyways but but i will say this um Victoria, BC, they actually like their Bigfoot there. Which is awesome. Yeah. And they had a lot of keychains and t shirts. So I, I, <laughs> if I, I would have known, I would have only, like, I would have got you to do so many things there, like Bigfoot wise, I think. Just like, like what? Investigate. Make calls? I don't know. Yeah. Make oh, calls. Do yeah. something. It's like a, oh, like that one. Uh, you seen that all gas, no brakes? Yeah. Where the, the guy. <laughs> doing the Bigfoot call. <laughs> Almost nobody understands that, yeah, probably. But sorry. Rudy will get good. that if he listens. Yeah, anyways, what did you get me? Um, I got Joe a t-shirt that has a picture of uh, of Bigfoot in the pale of the moonlight. The um, pale moonlight. And, uh, yeah. We'll post We'll post a picture when we release the, the episode. I'll post a picture on our Instagram. Yes. And maybe on our, our Twitter as well. In our fle- You can have fleets now on Twitter, which is no uh, way. like a story. No post way. It and, oh, uh, Twitter's doing stories now? Yeah, Twitter has stories now. They're, no. called, they're called fleets. Oh, um, no. Yeah. But anyways, the shirt, it has Bigfoot. He's looking... In the pale moonlight. Unbelievably jacked. Yeah, super jacked. And it says, social distancing world champion. <laughs> <laughs> which is... <laughs> The worst joke I've ever heard. I don't like COVID jokes. I'm not a big fan of COVID jokes, but that's exactly what Joe said is there. Because Joe always told me they're so good at hiding from you. Like they watch you when you're in the woods. They're just so good at hiding from you. How can a big, huge ape man be good at hiding? Dude, there's so much trees in the world. I don't think you understand, dude. They're not. Trees are not. Not all trees are. They're not hanging out in spring water here in Elmer. Like that's not enough. If you go into like Portland or not Portland, but uh, Oregon in general, like that state or like Northern California, the amount of trees there, you could never, you could never like cover that whole land. Where do they sleep that they never get found? Who listen? We don't know. Maybe in the ground. If if Bigfoot was real, we would Uh, know by now. We would know by now because all it would take. You know heat sensing. We haven't even discovered most of the ocean. How the heck? Come on, man. I know, but it would just take a few swipes. How many do you think there are in the world, by the way? Uh, there's a few thousand. A, a few, few th- thousand. thousand of them. Yeah, because okay. they're not just in one spot. It's not one Bigfoot. It's okay. big feet. Okay. Yeah. Many feet. Many feet. All right. So uh, basically, what I'm saying is, you ever heard of uh, uh, heat sensors? Yeah. Infrared. Yeah. We could see them. They're you hot think they, animals. You think they've ever done it? You think they've ever swept all the forests in the world with heat sensors? You wouldn't have to do... If, if you're saying there's not just one in the world, there's a, lots of big feet mm-hmm. everywhere, mm-hmm. then it would not... We could probably find one. How do we know that they're, that they're, that they're warm-blooded? 
you would only assume. Listen, one theory is that big feet are aliens. And that's a theory. I'm not saying that's true. It's a theory. So if they're aliens, they're probably not warm-blooded, okay? Okay, see, and they probably, I get that. I just think that the the argument, and I want people to know that I'm not a crazy person. I don't actually like... like I but, don't, but let's act like you are. Play let's, devil's advocate. Let's, let's act, act like, like you I are. I am for a second. Uh, I just think that people don't, like, people don't understand how smart these creatures really are. Like, I think that's the argument, is that they're they're extremely intelligent. They're okay. extremely intelligent, agile, strong, fast. Like, they're like they're hard to catch. That's why we haven't caught them yet. So not... And, like, they... Yeah. they, they Otherworldly. They don't want to be seen. They don't want to be seen. No alien wants to be There's seen. There's just... Listen, the, the only reason that I'm this invested in Bigfoot is because I think that it is more fun to believe in Bigfoot than it is to not believe in Bigfoot. Because if you go into a conversation and somebody says, hey, do you believe in Bigfoot? And you say no. And they're like, yeah, me neither. That's it. What a boring conversation that was. Yeah, you're right. I it's think I'm going to believe in everything now. Like if I had, we had started this podcast talking about Bigfoot and then I had said, no, I don't believe in Bigfoot. And then you had said, yeah, that's probably, we's probably not real. Yeah. It's just more f- like we wouldn't have gotten this far in the podcast. It's just more fun to, 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 to believe in Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm not discrediting you. Like, no. credit, yeah. Is that a word? Discrediting me? Yeah. I guess. I'm I, not here to discredit you. Yeah. I'm not here to, you know, poop on your party. Yeah. But like. Um, you know what? I might believe in him now too. Yeah, yeah. Let's you know. do it. Let's let's start let's... a podcast that's exclusively Bigfoot hunting. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? But I feel like all those Bigfoot hunters, it's it's really funny. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, they're good people. Okay, but do you think they they're always like so close? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. Listen. Yeah. No. I don't. I know. think I think we should just you know the ignorance is bliss. Oh, I think oh, I'm not gonna put a bunch of work into it. Like they're not, they're <laughs> I'm not. Too, I'm yeah. a busy man. Listen, I'm not gonna go out there and actually put work into it unless I was getting paid for it. And, you yeah. know, but, obviously they're not violent creatures. Well, there are stories of them throwing like full trees at people and like big okay. rocks and stuff and like what? There was recently a sighting, man, in Where? Michigan. In Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I saw the video. It's not very convincing. It looks like a dude in water with holding a gun. Maybe I don't know. Oh. Uh, I would like to see I'll that. I'll show you that after the pod. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's same with like aliens. Like it's more fun to believe in aliens than do you believe oh, in aliens? I, I believe in aliens more than I believe in Bigfoot. Okay, I believe in both. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna have yeah. my cake and eat it too. Yeah, you can have your cake. I'll eat mine. Okay. Um, but yeah. yeah, no aliens. That's a whole other thing. Like, um, y- you see those UFO sightings. The, yeah. No. The, Aliens are real. I'm convinced. Like that one, Bigfoot is kind of still mm-hmm. mostly a joke, mm-hmm. but like maybe not. I haven't really decided totally. Aliens, I, I, I what think I'm, these I think I'm all in on that. Other entities, you know what I yeah. mean? You know, there's a whole like lot. The universe is so big. How crazy I, is it to think that we're the only ones? And I have some, some, and you know what? This actually surprises me a little bit the way you, the way you talk about it because you, I tried to talk to you about, about, um, hallucinogenics and dmt yeah well that's ayahuasca dumb. that's dumb it, compared to what i'm talking about no 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 i don't i don't think it is because there's a whole it's i don't know that's talking about getting into like another state state of or how you can unlock like parts of your brain mm-hmm. okay like i whatever and but this you know, is this is just talking about they their... say they say and this is f- straight from the man himself mm-hmm. okay he says that he he's always said joe rogan that's what I'm saying. Of course, he's big. He's a big DMT. Anyways, the this the first biggest Joe podcast. Yeah, just uh, just out this year. Just out Shoot. this year. Um. Anyways, he was saying. He says when you take DMT, you're if you have a DMT trip, you you always you 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 communicate with something. Okay. Like he says, other entities like this world is all energy. Like it's uh, I don't mm. know. It's all. But I think that's weird. maybe just called being high. Yeah, and there's an argument to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you're <laughs> yeah. just high out of your mind. Yeah. But everybody who does it, they're like. No, there's something else. Okay, yeah, because they're maybe all because ha- they're all high. Maybe just proves that God is real. Because everybody that did it was you know? high. Listen, I'm not. I'm obviously. I'm not gonna argue that God's not real, but because I, spoiler alert, I believe in him. Spoiler. But um, that's not. I don't know. I don't know if. I don't know if hallucinogenic drugs are. And people say like the whole. This is just some crazy theory, but like the you know, the story of the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve were not supposed to eat from one tree. 
and that was that drugs. was that was drugs because <laughs> they can unlock <laughs> something so you know funny. it is funny I love that. but it, it's it's an interesting it's theory funny it's I'll, I'll listen to it i won't like I'll, yeah I, I try i won't shut you down i'll play devil's the, advocate to uh, all that it stuff. is very funny too and like joe like guys like joe rogan are and like they're they're invested oh they're, yeah it's 100 like you cannot convince them otherwise and i love it i think that's hilarious but Every, it is interesting. Everybody's interesting. got their thing. Yeah. You know? And that's that's what I love about how big uh the, the world, internet is. The, the internet and the world in general. Yeah. Is that there are guys that are they're basically their whole life is this. Yeah. Trying to convince us of this. Oh yeah. Well, and you were saying the other day, like the world is so like you you see certain people and certain lifestyles and then you you're like the world is so big. There are yeah. so many people in the world yeah. Yeah. that some people like to dress up as horses. Yeah, and that, you know, that, like, that inspired me the other day. Like some somebody at lunch, I think pony was, play. Our, our boy Rudy was showing us, yeah, pony play, which is people that dress up as ponies. And my immediate reaction whenever I see something weird is there are so many people in the world, and like <laughs> I think that, and I don't think we even realize like seven billion, probably close to eight billion. Who knows at this it's point? Upwards, yeah. 7 billion people is so many people. Like, so many people. That is a lot of like, people. Like, you think of a stadium filled to the brim, a football stadium. And by the way, we will talk football at some point in this podcast. Uh, we have, I'm just going to, we're going to go and round up a ton of stuff that we missed in the NFL. But think for a second about a stadium. Like, let's think about the University of Michigan Stadium, the biggest college stadium uh uh, or the biggest football stadium in the world, I, I believe, and it's you can fit about a hundred, I think, a hundred and ten thousand people in there. That is that such... seems insane, but that's a not even a drop in the bucket. No, of that's not seven billion nothing. people, and like I don't even think we can understand just the fact that people are into weird things like that, and there's more than one of them. There's probably yeah, there's thousands of groups. people that are into it, and that just shows how many people there are. And how many people are into different things. And, you know, that's beautiful. I love that everybody's got their own thing, you know? Yeah, I guess. I'm all about that. We were at a car show a few weeks back for my brother-in-law's uh, um, bachelor party. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not tot I'm not very into cars. Like, mm -hmm. I like cars. Uh, and, like, when I was a kid, I, was, uh, I always would play with cars and stuff. And, like, I know certain cars. I'm not into, like, the intricacies of cars. Okay. But I got there, and there's so many people there. Like thousands of people and they all bring their cars that they love and they souped mm -hmm. up. And it's just like, I'm not into this, but I love that so many people are so passionate about mm -hmm. this. Like everybody just has their thing that they love so much. And for me, I guess it's sports. For you, it's something different every week. What's um, that? And By uh, the way, I've been playing a new video game. Mm, okay. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> and you know everybody just has their thing and i think that's kind of fun and it just shows yeah. how many stinking like the fact that there was thousands of people in, into cars and there's millions of people into cars but then there's also millions of people that don't care about cars i don't mm -hmm. know i just think that that's the world is so big man <laughs> this is i this has totally turned into not a football podcast at this point but yeah, yeah that's good though um just been doing some thinking the last couple of weeks that we yeah. haven't had the podcast i've been yeah. away yeah but uh, I don't know if we have anything else you want to talk about I, uh, before we jump into the football. Uh, we're back, and we're we're full tilt. We're not taking next week off. We're not taking the week after Actually, that off. I actually want to talk to you about oh, that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not taking next week off. Joe might not have a job in this podcast anymore. Uh, but Oh, no, I'm losing so much money. Oh, uh, yeah, you are. <sighs> Give me a break. <laughs> we uh, Football, by the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, there's an NFL preseason game tomorrow. What? Yep. If you're listening to this on Thursday, there's an NFL preseason game today. If you're listening to this on Friday, ah, oh, you missed it. It was yesterday. But um, if you're listening to this on Saturday, it Shoot, was two, two days, days ago. ago. Yeah, son of a gun. But the preseason You can kind of see how the rest of it. Yeah, anyways. I think you can infer how it goes from yeah. there. Sunday, three days. Monday mm -hmm. would be four days. Uh, and and, then but in, what after that? in general, well, it would be five, and then oh, six, yeah. probably seven. After a week would be seven. Yeah. Um, and then there's that seventh day. There's more preseason games, so you don't oh, have to worry about it anymore. So then you're fine, and you're yep. the NFL okay. Hall of Fame game is happening this Thursday between Joe, the go for it. Dallas Dallas Cowboys and yeah. the Denver Colorado. 
Denver, Colorado. <laughs> no. Sorry, the Cowboys? They're from Pennsylvania. Cowboys. The Cowboys. The Cowboys versus the... Pennsylvania. Think of a team that everybody Steelers. Knows. Steelers. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers. That's, yeah. It's Pittsburgh, a, Pennsylvania. Cowboys and Steelers playing the Hall of Fame game. Uh, and then we'll be right into preseason football. And nice. a few weeks from then, we'll be right into regular my season boy playing? football. Who? Your boy? The Steelers? Which, which boy is that? I don't. You know you, what I'm talking I about. I didn't know you had a boy in the, the, the Steelers. Steelers. Ju- Juju Smith-Schuster. yeah. <laughs> Juju, what's that? Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, man. I'm pumped to see that guy play yeah, again. Yeah, man. He is. He's, he's... Are we starting our fantasy scene again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to get on fantasy. I'll have to have a fantasy Shoot. pod at some point. Guys, exciting. I And I mean this when I say exciting times coming on the podcast. Uh, we're going to have maybe some more guests on the podcast coming up soon. Uh, and I'm excited for the NFL season. I have real football to talk about. Um, like I said, we took a week off last week, and it, we were we were in the slow period of the NFL offseason. Like I said, every episode, that's not the case anymore, because while we were gone, everything happened. We had like no news for a while, and now we have all the news at once. So this episode is just going to be called "What We Missed." What we missed the last two weeks um, that we were not here ton of nfl news we got contract uh extensions we got injury news uh we got veteran players getting signed the aaron Rodgers situation is figured out potentially xavian howard situation still a huge deal uh so we're gonna go through all of that when we hit the news we're just gonna that's gonna be the whole episode just news uh and rounding up what we missed so joe unless you have anything else you want to talk about uh before we do that Anything at all? Feel free to say no. It's okay. Yeah, I'm good, actually. Okay, fair enough. That felt like an unnecessary uh, length of... Would you say it's a pregnant pause? That was a that was a, that was a two-week overdue pregnant pause. That's what that was. Wow. Too long. Too long. Too long. <gasps> oh, never mind. What was I that? Thought I, I thought it was Tuesday for some reason. I thought we were going to miss my wife's ultrasound. I forgot that it was Monday. Sorry. And on that note, let's jump into the news. First up in the news, the Aaron Rodgers situation, which uh, has been talked at, talked about at length by every football podcast, every football show, every anything football related. The Aaron Rodgers uh, saga in Green Bay this season has been completely exhausting. Uh, we haven't actually talked about it that much recently, just because I just felt like there wasn't really enough news, like enough like advancement to actually have a conversation again about the Aaron Rodgers situation. It was basically he was unhappy with Green Bay. We knew that for some time. Uh, he was unhappy for a myriad of different reasons. The Jordan Love situation. Uh, he was he wasn't a big fan of that. Obviously, he wanted more power. We knew that, and basically, there would just be news every week, Aaron, basically saying in different words, Aaron Rodgers is unhappy. Aaron Rodgers is an un- unhappy. So, like, I wasn't gonna talk about that every single week of the podcast. I try to mix things up and keep it a little fresh. That being said, we're gonna do a big segment on Xavier Howard today, which we we already did a lot on last on uh, on two weeks ago's episode. Uh, but that's got fresh news to it as well. But the Aaron Rodgers situation finally, I think, has enough advancement to, to really talk about it. And that's because it was essentially finally figured out. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, who haven't maybe been paying attention to the offseason much, Aaron Rodgers obviously has been unhappy with the Green Bay Packers. And there was a ton of rumors that he would potentially retire, go host Jeopardy. Uh, he was a guest host on Jeopardy for a while. Uh, there was trade rumors Uh, It came out around the draft that he had requested a trade, that he didn't want to be in Green Bay anymore. Denver was seen as a team that that was going to try to trade for Aaron Rodgers. And um, over the past two weeks that we've been gone, it has been a complete roller coaster in the Aaron Rodgers saga in Green Bay. So a couple of weeks ago, Rodgers reportedly declined a two-year extension. That would have made him the highest paid player in the NFL would have made him the highest paid player in NFL history. Um, It would have kept him in green Bay for five more years. He declined that extension according to many different sources. Uh, And then part of the Packers uh, crazy week that they had a couple weeks ago, contract discussions 
between them and future free agent, a guy on a contract year, Devontae Adams, wide receiver Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the NFL, those contract talks broke down. There was the Green Bay Packers eventually or or essentially could not come to terms with Devontae Adams on a contract. And then Zadarius Smith, also on a contract year, wants a new contract. Uh, the One of the best pass rushers there on the Packers offense, or on the defense rather. All of a sudden he tweets that he's looking for a real estate agent in Green Bay now. He tweets something like that. And basically at this point, the Green Bay Packers are that meme with that dog sitting in that room and everything's on fire. And they're like, this is fine. You know that meme? Uh, That that was essentially the Green Bay Packers at that point. It looked like it was completely falling apart in Green Bay. Like Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. Vegas had taken any bets for Aaron Rodgers, um, for for the Green Bay Packers rather, had taken any bets off. Like you could not bet on on Packers uh, scenarios, like, like how many wins they have in the season, stuff like that. You couldn't bet on that because Vegas was convinced... Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. So it looked like Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. It looked like Devontae Adams was gone. Uh, He was just going to be a free agent next year. And it looked like Zadarius Smith was not going to be in Green Bay. And things were just falling apart in Green Bay. And then all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams both post uh, a picture of Scottie Pippen and and Michael Jordan. That's probably the only time anybody said Scottie Pippen's name first in saying those two names. But Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan, uh, a picture of them together, basically saying the Last Dance. Uh, the Last Dance obviously was it was a uh, uh, a document docu series that came out during the pandemic, basically going over how the Bulls had their final season uh, there in '97. Was it? I think '97, '98. Um, basically that, I guess saying that it was going to be their last ride together with Rogers and Devonte Adams. So that kind of changed the mood surrounding all of this, all of this situation. Now it seemed like, okay, maybe Rogers is planning on coming back. Maybe Devonte Adams is planning on coming back. And then seemingly out of nowhere, Rogers and the Packers come uh, together and they they come to a contract a reworked contract basically this reworked contract voids the 2023 year in Aaron Rodgers contract uh, so he does not have that year any longer it's completely voided he's just on a essentially a two-year deal in Green Bay and it essentially gives him the power to decide whether or not he's going to be in Green Bay, Green Bay next year the contract now makes it easier for Green Bay to trade him, easier for Aaron Rodgers to to have a say on on where he's going to be in in 2022 next year. Um, so it really seems like this is going to be the final year for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. It looks like they will have their last dance season uh, there for the Green Bay Packers. And since that happened, Devontae Adams now... Um, is back in contract talks. Just it's it's been a complete roller coaster, a weird weird situation uh, for the Packers and for everybody involved uh, while we were gone. Just everything happened, and then as soon as all this happened, um, it also came out that that Rogers had been told he's going to have more say on 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 what goes on within the organization. The Packers then um, trade for Randall Cobb from the Houston Texans. Um, a, a player that uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers was a big fan of, and uh, uh, I think this is hilarious. I tweeted when when um, when the Packers traded for Randall Cobb. I said uh, I can't wait for Jordy Nelson uh, and uh, and James Jones and uh, and Greg Jennings to come out of retirement. It's just it's funny to me that this that Randall Cobb was the gift that they gave Aaron Rodgers, um, but Aaron Rodgers now has a, essentially a say in what goes on in Green Bay. Randall Cobb's back. Randall Cobb hasn't been a successful receiver since he left Green Bay, uh, essentially. So maybe he has a bounce back uh, year with Green Bay. And I'm, I would be curious to see uh, if there are other moves happening. If there are other moves that Green Bay makes to to please Rodgers, to, to you know uh, keep him happy. One move that I thought of, um, when thinking about this, was potentially bringing in Larry Fitzgerald. I know that um, 
I don't know if Larry Fitzgerald and Aaron Rodgers really even have a relationship, but Fitzgerald hasn't hasn't officially said that he's retiring. He's still available. He's still a free agent. I wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers says, hey, I like Larry Fitzgerald. Let's bring him in. Um, but who knows with that situation. So Aaron Rodgers then gets the rework contract, shows up to Packers training camp on the first official day, I guess, of, of Packers training camp. He has a press conference, which is... Really, an incredible press conference. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a press conference like the one that Aaron Rodgers had uh, with the Green Bay media. I, w- I would highly recommend going and watching it. Um, so he shows up, he does this pre- press conference. Basically, the keys from the press conference I watched most of it was he was basically f- uh, voicing his frustration with his lack of say uh, in the organization. Um, he felt like players that were no longer a part of the Packers organization. Veteran players, when their contracts were up with Green Bay, they were disrespected. They didn't really get contract offers, and they should have. He mentioned guys like Jordy Nelson, guys like James Jones, guys like Micah Hyde. Uh, he mentioned a ton of guys that he felt like were were disrespected. Randall Cobb, obviously. Um, and he, he kind of offered up, he wants to be more of a recruiter for for incoming free agents and and you know he he he's wanted to be more of a had have more of a say um he said he did consider retirement he also said this was never about money so that makes sense as to why he would have rejected that contract that made him the highest paid player in the nfl this was never about money for aaron Rodgers. he he just wanted more of a say he considered retirement uh but but the overwhelming uh majority of this press conference to me, the most important takeaway was it was just about him having more say in the organization. He wants to have, you know, a, a say on who they draft, a say on who they bring in in free agency, and uh, he hasn't had that. And and I think most quarterbacks don't have that. Uh, so getting into my thoughts on this Aaron Rodgers situation, not just recapping, but giving you my thoughts on the whole situation, I think. Um, my my takeaway from this is obviously the the drama here kind of started in the public eye when the Green Bay Packers drafted Jordan Love. That was kind of when um, when we kind of started to take notice of the Aaron Rodgers frustration. Um, and our Aaron Rodgers has said time and time again, it's not about Jordan Love. It's not about Jordan Love. But that's kind of when the media took notice and, and all of us took notice, fans took notice. Um, but I think... It, things really hit a fever pitch. Things really got out of hand uh, this offseason. And I think the reason that they got so out of hand was was quite evident to me. It was quite obvious to me. Uh, Aaron Rodgers saw Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay uh, and, and Tampa Bay basically doing anything possible to please Aaron Rodgers. That was That was obvious to me. Uh, that seems like that is the driving force of why Aaron Rodgers was frustrated. And, and we've seen it with other quarterbacks in the NFL. Russell Wilson, we saw he was frustrated that he didn't have say. We saw Deshaun Watson before all this other uh, off-the-field issues happened. Both players, uh, just like Aaron Rodgers, frustrated that they're not having enough say in the organization. Uh, and, and they see Tom Brady going to a brand new team. They cater to him. They bring in Gronk. They bring in Antonio Brown. They bring in Leonard Fournette. Basically, bring in anybody Tom Brady wants, and they win a, a Super Bowl. And I think, I think Aaron Rodgers was looking at that and saying, "Why can I not have that?" And to me, my biggest response to that is, Tom Brady had won six Super Bowls before this year. Um, Tom Brady came into Tampa Bay with six. Super Bowls. He just won his seventh Super Bowl. And as great as Aaron Rodgers is, and I am by no means an Aaron Rodgers hater, and I'm going to get to that, people who think that I'm an Aaron Rodgers hater, that's not the case. I love Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers trying to look at the Tom Brady situation doesn't correlate, in my opinion. Because when Aaron, when, when Tom Brady was in New England, this was never a narrative. Tom Brady never had, you know, say on what went on in New England. You could argue the Antonio Brown situation maybe, but that didn't last and that was at the very tail end of his his tenure in in New England. Tom Brady this was never a narrative in in New England. He never had 
this overarching say of who they sign, who they draft, who they trade for. Tom Brady never had that. Bill Belichick's in charge in New England. And what does Tom Brady do when he didn't have say? He won six Super Bowls. So the excuse that, oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't win, hasn't won more Super Bowls because they, he hasn't had more say. He hasn't been able to, to have the team that he wanted. Tom Brady never had say over the team that he wanted. Tom Brady won six Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers won one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has won one Super Bowl, and he hasn't been back since 2011. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been back to the Super Bowl since 2011. So with no matter how good of a, of a quarterback Aaron Rodgers is, and I think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever play, talent-wise, he's probably better than Tom Brady, but he's not the greatest of all time. Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. That's why when Tom Brady goes to a new team, he can do whatever he wants because he's Tom freaking Brady. He's won six Super Bowls, and he didn't have to have a team catered to him. He didn't have to have a team that he handpicked. And that's the frustration for me with this Aaron Rodgers situation is the excuses that are that are being made for Aaron Rodgers. And I love Aaron Rodgers. I want to make that clear. During the offseason, um, I defended Aaron Rodgers the entire time. Uh, I was excited for his revenge tour. I was there for it. I was rooting for him. And I was I was texting with, with our good buddy, Joel, who's been on this podcast a few times. I was texting with him, and he said it was funny how now I'm the Aaron Rodgers hater and he loves Aaron Rodgers. And I don't want to be an Aaron Rodgers hater. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers hater. I still think he's an incredible quarterback. But I need account of accountability for some of these players. And the amount of excuses that are thrown Aaron Rodgers' way um, because because he's Aaron Rodgers. That doesn't And, and this the same situation happened with, with Carson Wentz last year. I've always been a Carson Wentz fan. I said before last season, I liked Carson Wentz. However, I don't like the excuses that were made for him last year he sucked last year he was a terrible terrible quarterback last year and yeah you can make excuses that the team around him wasn't very good and that's very much the case but players need to be held accountable especially at the quarterback position and Aaron Rodgers has had a phenomenal team around him for years and years he's part of one of the best run organizations in the NFL this team is constantly competing every single year they, they went from competing with Brett Favre to competing with Aaron Rodgers. They've had just so much success. So don't act, Aaron Rodgers, like you're part of the Jacksonville Jaguars or something, a team that just cannot get their stuff together. This is one of the best best rosters in the NFL. And, and I understand having frustration by not having more say, but Tom Brady never had say, and Tom Brady won continually over and over again. And the fact that you know, Tom Brady has now gone to a place where he had say and he won a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, that's not that's not how it's been Tom Brady's whole career. He's just won. So Aaron Rodgers, if you want more say, be Tom Brady. Win more Super Bowls. Like, I, and 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 then the excuses come out. Oh, uh, he hasn't had enough enough help to win Super Bowls. He hasn't had a, a good defense to win Super Bowls. Tom Brady doesn't get excuses like that. Tom Brady threw for the most passing yards in Super Bowl history against the Philadelphia Eagles. His defense could not stop Nick Foles and they lost the Super Bowl and nobody ever makes those excuses for Tom Brady. But excuses like that are constantly made for Aaron Rodgers and I'm not and I'm not an Aaron Rodgers hater, but I I just need accountability for Aaron Rodgers. So that to me I was so frustrated with this situation already because at the beginning, I totally agreed with Aaron Rodgers. I thought that uh the drafting of Jordan Love to me is still not smart. It was not a smart decision for Green Bay. And the fact that they're going to lose him after this year, it's 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 a tough it's tough to defend that. I mean, that's just a bad spot for 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 the Packers. But but Rodgers took this so much further than I would have taken it. I mean, it is just it it's it's beyond ridiculous that 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 this situation went on this long and he I don't know, just the way he talks in some of these interviews, it's so frustrating to me because he is not Tom Brady. Most quarterbacks in the NFL don't have say the way that he wants say in Green Bay. Uh, and, and he's been consistently on one of the best teams in the NFL. And he just hasn't been able to punch it in. He hasn't been able to, to win a Super Bowl. And, and, and the, the blame that goes everywhere else but Aaron Rodgers is frustrating. Now, all that being said, um, I'm happy that this is finally done. I'm happy that uh, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be in Green Bay, and I and I think Green Bay is going to be one of the best teams in football this upcoming season. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be uh, a potential MVP candidate again. Like I said, I don't hate Aaron Rodgers. I really like Aaron Rodgers as a player. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play, uh, and and I will not argue with that that with that statement whatsoever. 
I think Green Bay will compete for a Super Bowl. I think there's a good chance that they win a Super Bowl. And I think it would be hilarious if they win a Super Bowl and then all this drama is back. Because right now it seems like he's definitely moving on after next season. But if they win a Super Bowl, that will just throw a wrench into absolutely everything. Uh, and then who knows? He comes back for another year. Everybody's mad again. Uh, but that basically is the Aaron Rodgers situation wrapped up in a nutshell. My thoughts on it. Let me know your guys' thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers situation uh, on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Or leave us a five-star rating. Give your give your uh, opinion there. Uh, but that kind of encapsulates all the Aaron Rodgers and Packers drama within the last few weeks. On to the next biggest story that happened while we were gone. And we, and we talked about it uh, at length on last on on the last episode with Jeremy Klump and like I said if you have not uh listened to that episode I would highly recommend it a lot of it still very relevant uh with what's going on but Xavier Howard uh we like like I said we we talked about it a few weeks ago Jeremy Klump came and you know we we had open discussions on on our thoughts on we kind of thought uh gave you our thoughts on on whether he's going to be traded where he's going to be traded to all this all this stuff uh but things escalated quite a bit since that happened he didn't have a formal trade request at that point so basically what's happened in the past few weeks training camps open for all 32 teams Xavier Howard shows up to Dolphins training camp uh, in the video that the Dolphins uploaded on their social medias you can see Xavier Howard there he does he did not look happy and a lot of fans kind of noticed that he didn't look uh, like a happy camper but then that night the night of people reporting to training camp Xavier Howard uploads a statement to all his social media accounts. And I'm just going to read this statement. It's a little bit of a long statement, but I'll read it. Um, Xavier Howard says, I've given my heart and soul to the Miami Dolphins franchise since they drafted me in 2016 and want to make it clear that I love my teammates. They are my family. But what I've learned is that the business side of the NFL proves organizations don't always have a player's best interest at heart. My experience with the Dolphins the past few seasons has taught me that. In 2018, I signed a contract extension. I signed an extension that I'll admit I didn't completely understand or feel comfortable with. We'll talk about that later. Uh, back on the quote, I've played on that deal for two seasons and didn't complain. But everyone knows I've significantly outperformed that deal. I'm one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, and the tape backs up that claim. The assignments I'm given, shadowing the opposition's best player with little help, proves my value, my worth, my value, my worth. Yet, I'm the second highest paid cornerback on my own team, and it's not even close. I want to clear up a few misconceptions about my situation. My agent, David Cantor, and I never once asked for a completely new contract. We wanted things to work out with the Dolphins and brought solutions to the table, like guaranteeing more money that we felt were win-wins for both sides. These were proposals of adjustments proposals of adjustments that wouldn't just make me feel more respected, but were also cap-friendly but the Dolphins refused everything we proposed. That is why I don't feel like the organization has dealt with me in good faith. I don't feel valued or respected by the Dolphins. Just like they can take a business-first approach, so can I. That's why I make it clear I am not happy and have requested a trade. Until that trade happens, I am he just here so I don't get fined and will handle myself like professionals do. Xavier Howard. That's his statement. He brought a little bit of Marshawn Lynch in there. Yeah, a little bit of Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, that was an incredibly long-winded statement to basically say, I'm not happy. I'm asking for a trade. So Xavier Howard officially asked for a trade. And I have a few qualms with this statement. Uh, I think some of this statement uh, I, I don't agree with. And and I want to I wanna make it clear that for the most part, I'm for players getting more money. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm totally fine. I'm not going to tell people how much money they should make. You're worth whatever people will pay you. But that being said, some of the things that Xavier Howard said in this statement, I have some disagreements with. So at one point he says the deal that he made uh, in 2018, he didn't understand or feel comfortable with. Um, that deal made him the highest paid defensive back in the NFL at that point. So the deal that he wasn't comfortable with, the deal that he didn't understand, first of all, you don't have to sign it. If you're if you're uncomfortable with it, you're a grown man. You don't have to sign the you don't have to sign the deal if you're uncomfortable with it. Second off, that made you the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. And not only did it make you the highest paid cornerback in the NFL, but the Dolphins made you the highest paid quarterback in the NFL after 
he struggled to stay healthy with constant knee issues. He had knee issues from the beginning of his career up to that point. He had struggled to stay on the field. Uh, he had missed games. He had never. He had only played one season up to that point, all 16 games. Also, he had a domestic violence arrest around that exact same time that they gave him that contract extension. And he was implicated in a shooting at that point. So that so to say that the Dolphins never never um, basically did him a solid, they never dealt with him in good faith, is completely bogus. Completely bogus. They made him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL when he, he wasn't. He was not the best quarterback in the NFL. He didn't deserve to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. He had never shown that he was the best quarterback in the NFL, but the Dolphins paid him like he was, and he had been dealing with all these offseason issues, hadn't been able to stay healthy. So to say that the Dolphins just disrespected him, they never did him a solid, they never worked with him in good faith, is completely bogus. It's not not true. The Dolphins went out on a limb, signed him to a contract that, at the time, I'll admit, I thought was a bad contract. I didn't think that Xavier Howard deserved that contract at that point. Now, since then, he's played incredible. He had 10 interceptions last year, and he's one of the best defensive backs in the NFL. Um, so to say that you know he's outplayed that contract, yeah, sure, but you signed the contract. And, and since since all this, since the trade request, he's still been at camp. He's handled himself like a professional, like he said. Uh he practiced for the first couple days, and now he's dealing with uh, an ankle injury. Uh, and I don't know how that could be an ankle injury in air quotes. Who knows how much of that is real? How much of that is just him not playing? But Brian Flores has talked to the media uh, on multiple occasions. It sounds like Brian Flores is is optimistic that they can figure this out. Optimistic that they can come to terms. He constantly says that they're progressing. Uh, hasn't said much about whether they're actually working on offering him a new contract, but Brian Flores seems confident to the fact that the Dolphins will work towards uh, getting this figured out. And it's kind of crazy because when the, when these trade, when this trade request first happened, it was basically code red, high alert, Dolphins Twitter, everybody's freaking out. I was freaking out. It basically seemed like Xavier Howard's gone 100%. And since then, Things have kind of quieted down. Things have calmed down quite a bit. And it's starting to come more... In, I think the longer this goes, the more likely it is that Xavier Howard gets this figured out and plays with the Dolphins. So my take on this whole situation is I don't think it's worth trading Xavier Howard. Uh, and, you know, you can, you can acquire picks. You can acquire all this. I don't think the return that you're going to get for Xavier Howard to me is not worth trading him. And, and we've seen, we've, we saw rumors of the, the Dolphins, apparently they, they, they've listened to offers. There's also a uh, report that they, they offered the Cardinals, uh, Xavier Howard for Chandler Jones, who also requested a trade while we were gone. Chandler Jones, a pass rusher for the Cardinals. Um, they offered Xavier Howard for Chandler Jones and a fifth round pick and the Cardinals declined. So to me, that's a bad trade for the Dolphins. I don't want Chandler Jones. I no, I would love J- Chandler Jones. I think he's a really good pass rusher. But I want more than a fifth-round pick with Chandler Jones if you're getting Xavier Howard. So to me, that's a bad trade. And if that's declined, if you can't even get that, to me, don't trade him because because that's not worth it. Um, Xavier Howard is is vital to the success of the Miami Dolphins defense, and I think that. Brian Flores knows that. I think that Chris Greer, the GM, knows that. I think that Xavier Howard knows that. Cornerbacks uh, are so vital to this Patriot-style defense because they bring these blitzes, they bring these these exotic um, blitzes to the quarterback to get pressure on the quarterback. And the only reason that they can do that is because they have good corners. Uh, New England, the only players that they've really ever spent money on, you know, they usually don't spend money other than this offseason on, on free agents. What was the one player before this offseason that they spent money on? It was Stephon Gilmore. They value the cornerback position because if you have guys that can cover, if you have two elite-level cornerbacks with Byron Jones and, and Xavier Howard have the potential to be, you can be more aggressive sending blitzes at, at the opposing quarterback. So so corners are so important to this Miami Dolphins defense. And without Xavier Howard, this defense is not the same. And then you cut to now training camp. Fans are chanting, we want Howard. 
uh, fans now avail uh, are allowed to to be at training camps again, and they're chanting, "We want Howard! We want Howard!" The Dolphins organ, uh, the Dolphins fan base is is very clearly on the position of pay Xavier Howard, and that's kind of where I'm at. Despite me criticizing Xavier Howard, despite me saying that some of this is is complete nonsense, what he said about his contract being terrible, and and that he, the Dolphins never dealt with him in good faith. To me, you still got to pay him. I mean, just t- just bite the bullet if you're the Dolphins. Give him a little bit more incentive. I, I don't even think the things that he's asking are, are outrageous. Uh, just just give him a little bit more money. Let him, you know, let him win this one it's so that you can win in the future. Because to me, this defense is so different without Xavier Howard. And if you pay him, it'll look good uh, in the locker room. Other, other players will be like, okay, um... The Dolphins will will pay me if if I if I'm one of the best players in the NFL. To me, it's just not worth trading him at this point because you can acquire assets and acquire assets and acquire assets over and over again. But eventually, you got to win games, and Xavier Howard helps to win games in Miami. So if I'm the Dolphins, I pay him. I hope they do pay him, not a brand new contract because I don't think that's even what he's asking for. Just a few more million guaranteed. Just rework some things so that Xavier Howard is there in the long run. And now we're gonna do uh, a little thing here for all the rest of the news there's still a ton that we haven't covered a ton that we haven't missed we're gonna do a little bit more of a sped up version of the news because there's so much that happened while we were gone the two biggest things to me were the Xavier Howard situation and the Aaron Rodgers situation I think we covered that fairly well Uh, I got a lot of things off my chest like I, I gave my take on that and I'm just gonna quickly go through all the rest of the things from from contract negotiations to contract signings to to uh, veteran signings to injuries a ton of things going on obviously now with training camps starting uh so first off why don't we start off with some signings and some trades so a while back this happened a couple weeks ago already chicago traded wide receiver anthony miller to the houston texans for a late round pick swap anthony miller is a 27 now hasn't done a whole lot didn't really seem to fit in chicago and the houston texans continue to add players that are fine you know they're not amazing they're fine mid-level guys guys that are just good enough to be starters but aren't going to be stars that's what the entire houston texas roster is filled with and then on to uh, another signing, Pittsburgh signs edge rusher Melvin Ingram. This happened a little while ago already, just like the Anthony Miller situation. They signed him to a one-year deal. Uh, Ingram had zero sacks in 2020. He only played in seven games, struggled with injuries, but he joins a very stacked defense and a very stacked defensive line. He'll play alongside TJ Watt. And I think if there's any place where he's going to have a career resurgence, it's going to be here in Pittsburgh. And I wouldn't be shocked to see him have you know, seven, eight sacks this year uh, coming off that injury, playing alongside uh, that really stacked defense. And then Baltimore also signs a 32-year-old pass rusher, Justin Houston, to a one-year $4 million contract. Justin Houston had eight sacks in 2020, quietly had eight sacks for the Indianapolis Colts. This feels almost like a response to the Pittsburgh Steelers signing Melvin Ingram. It feels like, okay, we'll get our own 32-year-old pass rusher that we can probably turn into something good. And this also feels like a situation where I would not be surprised if Justin Houston racks up, uh, you know, eight sacks like he did last year. Justin Houston, I think, still think very capable pass rusher. And if there's any place he's going to succeed, why not Baltimore? And then the Philadelphia Eagles sign cornerback Steven Nelson to a one-year $4 million contract. Kind of shocked that it's such a small contract. There's There was so much talk about Steven Nelson uh, that I thought that he would get a bigger deal than a one-year $4 million contract. Uh, he's a good, not great player. I'm not going to act like he's, you know, prime Richard Sherman, but he's a guy who's going to go in there, uh, play alongside Darius Slay, and that's, that's a nice little duo for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and then New Orleans signs running back Devontae Freeman, 31 years old, to a one-year deal. Uh, and um, Devontae Freeman hasn't done a whole lot since leaving the Atlanta Falcons a few few years back. Uh, does this maybe signing make Kamara more of a receiver? Uh, and, and a big reason why I think that that might be the case is because going over to the injury news that happened, Michael Thomas uh, will be out six to eight weeks after getting surgery to repair an ankle injury. Uh, Sean Payton seemed extremely frustrated 
that Michael Thomas did not get this surgery earlier. Um, that relationship, Sean Payton and Michael Thomas, that's something that I could see just coming to a, a very quick divorce out of nowhere all of a sudden. They do not like each other. Uh, and it's we've seen it time and time again. Michael Thomas has been kind of a, a bonehead uh, to, to Sean Payton and to the New Orleans Saints. But uh, Michael Thomas will be out for the start of the 2021 NFL season. So I think Alvin Kamara is going to have to step up big time as a receiver there in New Orleans because the receiver depth for the New Orleans Saints is terrible. It's really bad. They have Traquan Smith, Deontay Harris, Lil Jordan Humphrey, and Chris Hogan. This guy's name is literally Lil Jordan. Lil Jordan. Like 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 Lil Wayne, but Lil Jordan Humphrey. That's literally this guy's name. And he's six foot four. So that's good for him. That's hilarious. Uh, and then moving on to more injury news, Cam Akers, the projected starting running back for the Los Angeles Rams. He was a guy I was really excited for. He was going to be a fantasy beast in my opinion, but he'll have to wait a year as he tears his Achilles uh, in training camp. He's out for the entire season. This is a brutal loss for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, like I said, I really like Cam Akers. I thought he was going to be you know, a top 10 top five maybe running back in the NFL this upcoming season. Um, Daryl Henderson will now most likely be the starter there for the Los Angeles Rams. They don't have a ton of depth at the running back position. So they're going to need Daryl Henderson, who's had 771 yards, five touchdowns in, in his two seasons in the NFL. He's not already playing any of the preseason. They've they've confirmed that. So he will will very likely be the lead back there in Los Angeles. And then Devontae Smith, the rookie wide receiver out of Philadelphia. He's going to miss two to three weeks with an MCL sprain. This sucks. Uh, I really like Devontae Smith. I talked about him a lot in the pre-draft podcasts. I think he's he's a really good uh, receiver. I hate seeing knee injuries, especially if, you know, it's just a sprain. It's only a two to three uh, week thing. But MCL strain, like how many times have we seen a knee strain turn into something so much more than just a knee strain? And, you know, you don't get surgery or you don't get proper healing time on that knee and then it turns into a tear. So I don't, I hope that does not happen for Devontae Smith, but but that sucks that he's he'll be out for a few weeks. Hopefully he'll be ready to go uh, at the start of the, the NFL season. And somebody that will not be ready to go for the start of the NFL season is Carson Wentz, the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. He sustained a foot injury in in the early days of training camp there for the Colts. And now, originally, it seemed like he he did not want to have surgery on it, but he apparently changed his mind, got surgery, and he's out anywhere from 5 to 12 weeks with, what a range, 5 to 12, that's quite a difference. But he will most definitely miss the start of the NFL season. Jacob Eason right now is the projected starter. He has never played an NFL game before. So not a good situation. And I'm really disappointed. I wanted to see Carson Wentz there in Indianapolis. I wanted to see if last year was just an aberration. Uh, if last year was, was... Or if that's just who he is now. I was really excited to see him in, in Indianapolis. And I could see this now... I think this maybe makes Carson Wentz more likely to be there next year for Indianapolis. I think if he was there and didn't play well, there's a good chance that he he you know doesn't come back. But now if he comes in late in the season, doesn't play well, they can say, oh well, he was injured, and then we'll give him another shot. So I I think this this almost guarantees to me that Carson Wentz is back next season, uh, and also it it hurts the Eagles because now. That second round pick that the Indianapolis sent, the Indianapolis Colts sent to the Philadelphia Eagles, that for Carson Wentz, if Carson Wentz played seventy percent of the snaps, was gonna become a first round pick. That likely won't happen if he misses twelve weeks now. So a tough break for the Eagles, tough break for the Colts. There is rumors now uh, that the Colts might potentially trade for Nick Foles from the Chicago Bears, which is hilarious. I was talking to. Uh, my good buddy Joel over text about this too. And he said like he laughed out loud 
uh, when I told him that because that is insanely funny. Carson Wentz cannot get away from Nick Foles. This guy will follow him until the day that he retires from the NFL. I think it would be so funny if Nick Foles were traded to Indianapolis and then he plays really well and then he and then he takes them to the playoffs. Uh, like 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 what happened with that Super Bowl run with the Eagles. It's just funny that Carson Wentz cannot escape Nick Foles. And then on to the final bit of things we missed. A bunch of contract extensions. The Bengals sign defensive end Sam Hubbard to a four-year, $40 million contract extension. Uh, another good, not great player, but you, you, it's hard to find consistent pass rushing, so can't, can't have any problems with that. Washington signed a couple contract extensions. Tight end Logan Thomas, who converted to quarterback, uh, had a very successful uh, season. He converted from quarterback to tight end, rather. Um, he had a very successful season last year, 72 receptions, 670 yards, and six touchdowns. He gets a three-year, $24 million extension, and they also signed Jonathan Allen to a four-year, $72 million extension. Uh, he's a part of that completely stacked, young defensive line there in Washington. Uh, speaking of defenders getting big-time paydays, Fred Warner signs a five-year deal worth $95 million with the San Francisco 49ers. He was Pro Football Focus's number one graded linebacker last year. One of the best young linebackers in the NFL. Very much deserved it. I think he's, it won't be long before he's he's a Bobby Wagner-type player uh, in the NFL. Really like uh, Fred Warner. And then the Colts sign right tackle Braden Smith to a four-year $72 million extension he's a solid above average tackle and like we always say if you have an above average to average level offensive lineman you gotta lock them up because they're so hard to find and so many teams struggle with offensive lines uh, and we've seen now Carson Wentz injury issues and he does not play well in front of a bad offensive line so getting Braden Smith to stay there even though Carson Wentz won't be there at the beginning of the season I think will pay off in the long run and then finally Nick Chubb getting a three-year, $36.6 million extension with $20 million guaranteed. Uh, love this extension. Nick Chubb, uh, one of the best. I think he's a top five, easily top five, probably top three running back in the NFL. That duo of him and Kareem Hunt is lethal in Cleveland. I love the Browns going into the season. I love that they locked up uh, a guy uh, like Nick Chubb, and I'm excited to see if he can uh, expand on what was a really, really good season last year for the Browns. <sighs> but that wraps everything up. That's going over everything that we missed while we were gone. Um, yeah, that was a lot. Uh, I hope you guys stuck around for all of that. Um, I had fun. Uh, real quick, before we close out the podcast... I wrote another article. Uh, I'm back on the writing game. So go over to bluecollarmediagroup.com. I am going through every division in the NFL, previewing uh, and and giving predictions about uh, how they'll finish the season. Uh, I talk about the biggest loss they had this offseason, biggest loss in free agency, uh, the biggest addition. And then I kind of just go over a general um, preview of, of where I think each team will finish. Um, so go over, and I, I started with the NFC East, the worst division in football last season. Can they get better? Find out in my article. Go go, go read my article. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, if you enjoy the podcast, listen, the, the NFL season's literally right around the corner. We have, uh, we're going to have so much to talk about soon, so many exciting things coming. Uh, make sure you guys give us a five-star rating. Make sure you subscribe. It makes your life so much easier. If you like the podcast, if you just subscribe, it makes your life so much easier. It just downloads every episode. No no work. You don't have to put any work in whatsoever. No strings attached. No strings attached. Absolutely. You don't have to pay for it. It's literally free. So what are you even doing not subscribing to the podcast? Please give us a five-star rating. Give us a five-star review. We need those five-star reviews. And if you love the podcast, if you love football, share it with a friend, man. What are you doing? Even if they don't like football, we just talked like 20 minutes at the top of the show about Bigfoot and, and everything that entails. So there's there's stuff for everybody in this podcast. Um, so please, please share us, share that. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. I'm very active on Twitter. Not so much 
on Instagram as much as I used to be, but I'm, you know, follow me on Twitter. I'm tweeting mostly dolphin stuff, but, but NFL stuff and, and non-football stuff as well at underscore average Joe show. And Joe, I don't know if you have anything you want to say before, before we close out the show, any words of wisdom, big news, big news. Sorry. Words of wisdom. What? No. Any, what's, what's the big, big news. I actually want to know what you were going to say, but the, well, I was just going to ask if you have any words of wisdom for, Oh, for the listener. Um, lower your bar. Lower your bar. Yeah. Okay. Lower your bar. Like expectations. Wise? Yeah, you may be upset with yourself right now. Mm. Oh man, I'm not working out. I'm not eating right. <laughs> I'm getting gaining so much weight, and I'm looking gross. Got my dad bought on my sympathy weight. Um, you know, yeah. all these things that a lot of a lot of people uh, think. You know, yeah. All these all these insecurities. Like I can't stick to a good workout schedule or a good diet or whatever. Lower your bar. <laughs> you're doing out. you're doing fine. Lurk work out. You're saying like, oh, I want to work out every other day. No, start with twice a week. <laughs> That's start actually... with twice. Tw- start with twice a week, maybe. Yeah. You know, start with you know like with your meals, eating you know one salad. Yeah. Every other don't day. Don't go in like guns a blazing. Don't go in thinking you're gonna work out every yeah. other day for an hour. This is fun. I was actually talking to my wife about that today. She was like, We had a day off. It's a holiday here uh in Canada on this Monday. And she was basically saying, Oh, there's so many things I wanna do uh today, like get done, accomplish. And I just told her, Hey, you're probably not gonna do all of them. So just don't expect it, you know? Just just go in with low expectations. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's how we want you to come into this podcast. Yeah. You know? Lower, Lower your, your bar. Come on. This isn't the Joe Rogan podcast, okay? But it could be. It could be. We are making just about as much money as Joe yeah. Rogan. We're right there. It's really yeah. us and him. But it's kind of a rivalry at this point. Yeah, he actually contacted me. He said to kind of tone it down yeah. a bit he because gave us he was a, like, you know, what's going on? He you gave guys? us a cease and assist. Cease yeah. And desist, desist? Yeah. And a restraining order. And it's restraining order. We're actually so. not allowed to talk about him anymore. This is the last episode we're allowed to say his yeah. name. So, um, uh, but yeah, lower your bar anyways. Okay. Was there actually That's big, what I've been was doing. there actually big right. news or were you just No, that's it. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. Joe, I hope you enjoyed. It was I did. fun to be back. No, oh, I'm glad. I'm Honestly, glad we're back. It's it's fun to be back. And we'll be back in your lives next week and the week after that, Lord willing. Uh I hope you guys enjoyed and we will catch you guys on the next one.